Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. Another week, it's on its way, and it's a beautiful day today, and I want to welcome you to our podcast, and to thank you for continuing to stop by to give us your suggestions, your comments, um, your feedback, and we're awfully grateful for all of this from you. We hope that you are enjoying our podcast as much as we are enjoying bringing it to you. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I live in Toronto, Canada, and I am an author, blogger, audio mystery writer, entrepreneur, advocate, and law student. And I enjoy tremendously what I do for a living. And that includes bringing you podcasts every week. I enjoy doing this as much as you would enjoy listening to it. Well, what is Take Another Five all about? Take Another Five is a weekly podcast that is meant to help you recharge, relax, allow your imagination to roam and wander and it is a podcast that if you're a busy mom you're busy with those kids you're busy trying to um, satisfy their insatiable appetites because you know you run off your feet this podcast is for you or if you're simply one of those professionals who comes home at the end of the day, you're just looking for some useful information that you can use to help you either in the kitchen, around the house, or you just want to relax and just kick your feet or kick your shoes off and do nothing for just that few minutes, take another five is for you. There are five specific segments to this podcast. First, we have the kitchen corner, where I bring you into the kitchen and present you with two recipes that I have chosen especially for you each week. Recipes that could help you in a crunch, in an emergency, or simply recipes that you can use to help create more stuff in the kitchen, to improve your creative cooking, your cooking skills, anything like that. Then we come to take another five with technology. And what this is all about is us giving you some information about very useful apps that can be used to help you. And we have the lower level technology which is part two of segment one and it talks about various gadgets that you can use. Gadgets that you would normally not know about because you're too busy trying to keep up with this very, very busy world. Segment three is the five minutes mystery. And what is this all about? Well, this is all about a five minute mystery that you get to listen to. It's audio comfort, f comfort food 
that you can use to help you relax. Allow your imagination to just roam and wander. It's great medicine for your imagination, I would call it. And segment four, it's all about in the end zone with the entrepreneur. And that's me, where all I use my experiences as an entrepreneur since year 2000 to give you tips and to allow you to share these tips with others. Then segment five is where I present you with scam alerts for the week. Scam alerts are meant to help you stay ahead of those scammers and hackers stay out of their clutches. And part two of this segment has to do with building awareness about bullying. So there you have it, folks. This is what Take Another Five is all about. We'd like to thank our producer and marketer for continuing their wonderful work with us to help us produce these podcasts for you every week. We have Mike Cicello, that's spelled C-I-A-R-C-I-E-L-L-O, and Mike lives and works in Montreal. Mike has a vast amount of experience in the music industry. He produces podcasts, but that's not the only thing that Mike does. In addition to being my very good friend, Mike does things like develop courses for the Mac computer. Mike also teaches um, privately, and Mike does so much that I often wonder if he ever goes to sleep, but he assures me that he does. So, you can contact Mike at m underscore dsmusic at bell.net, or... You can call Mike, and he lives in Montreal, Canada, at 514-827-9092. And then we come to our favorite marketer, another Mike. His name is Mike Babcock. And you can contact Mike at http colon slash slash www.yourownpay.com And what does Mike do for a living? Hmm. In his own words, Mike says he coaches blind and small business owners with their with building their small businesses online and automating the tasks that they don't want to do for themselves. And as I say every week, one of those is me. So, let's go to our question of the day. And I want to thank you for submitting really great suggestions for question of the day or question of the week. And here is one that was sent in to us by someone in Montana. And this person would like us to ask this question. What is your favorite piece of footwear? Is it a sandal that you can use during the spring and summertime? Lovely pair of shoes, whether it's shoes with high heels or a shoe that is flat and comfy, a pair of loafers? Is it a pair of flip-flops that you can just slip on and off your feet? 
This person in Montana would like to know, what is your favorite piece of software? This person lives in St. Louis, Montana. So there you go. That's our question of the week. And we thank the person in St. Louis, Montana for having sent this one in. If you'd like for us to submit one of your questions, do not hesitate to send your question to info at sterlingcreations.ca. Right then, it's time for us to go to the wrap-up for the mystery from last week. Now, remember now the the uh, mystery from last week was l the lawyer's lounge. And it was all about a feud between brothers. Ryan Christofson was brutally murdered. And one of the suspects was his own brother, Sean Christensen, because Sean and his sister Heather were really jealous of Ryan's success and didn't want Ryan to receive the bulk of the estate from their father, Zane. Zane had died and left the bulk of his wealthy estate to Ryan. And Sean didn't want this. One of the other suspects was Ian Lakatos, who was a private investigator that Ryan had discovered um, had been involved in some great wrongdoing. Those were two of the major suspects. Good enough. So who did it? Who do you think did it, folks? Sadly enough, it was Sean Christofson. Sean had planted a rumor about himself being in trouble with the IRS. He had made sure that Ian Lakatos had heard the rumor so as to try and pin the eventual murder on Ian. Sean had gotten his sister Heather to leave the message for Ryan, and she had disguised her voice. Heather never knew what Sean had planned to do. Sean had gained entry to the lawyer's lounge, pretending to be Ryan. He had shown a fake photo ID to the security guard. Both brothers had looked very much alike, so it was not a difficult task for Sean to do. When Ryan had shown his ID to the security guard, it was not the same guard that Sean had shown his fake ID to. Sean had managed to distract the original security guard by sending him out to check on his car and he had planned everything very, very well. So folks, it was Sean who had done it. We hope that you were able to guess the right person for this mystery, and if you didn't, that's okay. You could download this mystery along with any other of my mysteries by going to www.donnajodhan.com and visit our online store. There you will be able to download a sample or you can sign up to our monthly library for unlimited downloads of unlimited numbers of our mysteries. 
It's all very, very affordable. And even to purchase the mystery is very, very affordable. And it's very portable. Right then, it's time for us to move on. And we're going to go in to the kitchen corner. So we'll catch you on the other side. Welcome to my kitchen corner. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to our kitchen corner. You know, I love to cook. I really, really do. And I can understand when a busy mom comes and tells me they simply have run out of gas when it comes to finding recipes to use for their families. They're so darn busy looking after the kids and looking after their spouses, taking them to school, taking them to football practice, taking them to hockey practice, taking them to ballet, to music, hair there and everywhere. And you know what? Most of the time, the cooking gets left behind. And then when they come to do it, they simply don't have a recipe at hand that they can use. That's okay. We're here to help out. If you're a busy mom, or you know what? If you are a retiree at home or someone at home just looking to improve your cooking skills or your creative cooking, um, this segment is just for you. It's just what the doctor ordered. Or you know what? If you are a young professional and you want to show off that you can cook and entertain your family and friends, Hey, try out this kitchen corner. And we'd like to thank our dear friend Melanie Mama Peach for all of her generosity and for sharing her library so generously with all of us. Thank you, Mama, for continuing to do so. All right, let's get right down to it. And for this week, this we are taking a recipe from the party appetizers category. It's chicken and Asiago stuffed mushrooms. Okay, chicken and Asiago stuffed mushrooms. Mm, 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 mm. 20 large white mushrooms stems, sorry, 20 white 20 large white mushrooms, stems removed and reserved. So put these stems aside. Three tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil. And you've got to divide this into equal parts. One quarter cup of finely chopped onion. Two cloves of garlic minced, one quarter cup of Madeira wine, one half pound uncooked chicken, okay, one half pound uncooked chicken, sausage removed from casings or 
sorry, sausages, and you've got to remove it from the casings. Or ground chicken. So either the sausages or ground chicken. Okay? One cup grated Asiago cheese. One quarter cup of Italian styled style seasoned dried bread crumbs. Okay? One so let me just say that again. One quarter cup of Italian style seasoned dry bread crumbs. Three tablespoons of chopped fresh parsley. One half teaspoon of salt. One quarter teaspoon of black pepper. Lightly brush your mushroom caps with one tablespoon of oil. Then you set aside this. Okay. Finally, chop your mushroom stems. Heat remaining two tablespoons of oil in a large non-stick skillet over medium-high heat. Add your onion. Cook one for one minute or until it begins to soften. Add your mushroom stems. Cook five to six minutes or until beginning to brown. Stir in garlic. Continue to cook for one minute. Pour in your Madeira wine and cook for one minute. Add your sausage. Cook to th for three to four minutes or until no longer pink. Stirring to break into small pieces. Okay, so uh, cook it until it is no longer pink. And you are stirring it to break it into small pieces. Remove this from heat. Cook, sorry, cool for five minutes. Stir in your cheese, your breadcrumbs, your parsley, your salt and pepper. You divide your mushroom sausage mixture among mushroom caps. Pressing slightly to compress. Place stuffed mushroom caps in single layer in a crock pot. Cover and cook on low for four hours or on high for two hours or until mushrooms are tender and filling is cut through. This makes four to five servings. Now this may sound like a somewhat, not difficult, but a bit complex recipe, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is because I tried it out, uh, gosh, about a month ago during the holiday season. It came out relatively well. So you know what? Give this one a try. And if you find that the instructions are a bit difficult to follow, please, Write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca and we would 
be delighted to send you a copy of this electronically. All right then, let's move on to recipe two for this week. And it comes from the one dish dinners category. And it's chicken pilaf. Two pounds of chopped cooked chicken. Two eight ounce cans, cans of tomato sauce. Two and a half cups of water. One and a third cups of uncooked long green converted rice. One cup of chopped onion. One cup of chopped celery. One cup of chopped green bell pepper. Two-thirds cup of sliced pitted black olives. One quarter cup of sliced almonds. One quarter cup of butter or margarine. Two cloves of garlic minced. Two and a half teaspoons of salt. One half teaspoon of ground allspice, one half teaspoon of ground turmeric, one quarter teaspoon of curry powder, one quarter teaspoon of black pepper, and now it's time to get to work. You combine all of these ingredients in a crock pot, stir well, cover, Cook on low for six to eight hours or on high for three to four hours. <coughs> this makes 10 servings. Another great recipe to, for you to try. And during these months when it's a little cold and you just don't know what else you want to do, hey, try these recipes. All right. And again, you can write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca and we would be delighted to send you a copy of this. All right, so for this, you have your stuffed mushroom caps and you have your chicken palaf. Right then, time for us to move on and we are ready to go to our next segment and we'll catch you on the other side. Time to take another five with technology. Hi again, it's Donna Jill Jardin, and welcome to segment two of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. This segment is titled, Take Another Five with Technology. And in this segment, we have two parts for you. The first part is where we introduce you to an app which you can easily download from your, from the App Store on your iDevice. And the second part has to do with introducing you to lower level technology, as I call it. All right, so let's get into part one. And we have a 
nifty little app for you. It's a list recorder. Very nifty little app. This app is for the one who wants to stay on top of things and for the one who is super, super organized. And my attention was drawn to this app as it can help me to be just that. This app allows you to make lists and organize information into either audio or text or both. You can assign dates to items and sort items by date. There is an extensive help facility that includes introduction to, sorry, it, it, it let me just start again. <laughs> there is an extensive help facility that includes introduction items, tutorials, and references. There are five buttons at the bottom of, of, the, of the home screen. These are record, record new item, perform on checked, list commands, settings, and get help. Tap the record, record new item and the recording starts. Double tap and it ends. So your recording ends when you double tap. You are then given an opportunity to create a title for this item. The list commands will bring up a list of things that you can do. There is an edit button on the home screen that allows you to do more than just this. You can learn more about this at www. Okay, dot s i x t h m o d e dot com. So that's www. six s i x t h m o d e dot com. So, why not go out there and make friends with this nifty little app? Go to your friendly app store and download it. Play with it. If you are a busy person on the go, a busy mom, a busy professional, a busy student for that matter, hey, this app is perfect for you. And for those of you who are so darn busy trying to do your exams or getting ready for your exams at college or university and you just find that you're not organized enough or you want to be more organized, try this app, the List Record app. Okay, let's move on to our next part in this segment. And it's all about the luggage tags that beep. This app, sorry, this, this, um, these tags, I should say, are for those of you who travel a lot and are really concerned about keeping tabs on your luggage. 
These tags sure do beep, and they are quite handy for anyone, especially so for someone who is blind or someone with vision or low vision problems. When you are in a busy airport or at a conference and you need to depend on someone sighted to help you identify your luggage, then the beeping luggage tags come in very handy. Well, how do they work? You attach the tags to your luggage and then you have a remote that you can press that will pick up the encoded tags on your luggage. It beeps to within 50 feet of where you are. I am going to go out and buy one of these, but this is, these tags have been around for quite some time. I've always put off trying to buy these tags, but it's time for me to do so because I travel so regularly. All right, and you should do so as well. If you're one of those who are always going to conferences, you don't have to be blind or you don't have to be someone with low vision. You could be sighted and this would help you too. It would take a lot of the stress off of you. All right, so go out there and trade. And you can use this little gadget or device for other purposes. Just use your imagination and see what you can come up with. All that I know is that I can use it when I travel and am in airports or train stations or even at hotels. So go out there and make friend, friends with the luggage tags that beep. Try going to independent living aids. And you can visit their website at www.independentlivingaids.com or you can go to www.maxiaids.com and see if you can find it there as well. All right, so I hope that you enjoyed listening to these two suggestions for this week. Try these uh luggage tags that beep and try the list recorder if you want to become more organized. Great then, it's time for us to move on to segment three and we'll catch you on the other side. Hi there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and I'm stopping by with some terrific and fantastic news that we would like to share with you. Yes, indeed, it's all about our podcast, Take Another Five and Season Two. Uh-huh, Season Two <clears throat> is going to be launched in early March and we're calling this our springtime launch and it is thanks to your feedback your suggestions and your comments that this is all happening our weekly features are going to include helping you to save time pop problems and cut corners it's all about presenting you with time savers 
problem poppers and corner cutters. Yes, indeed, you will be able to use our weekly features to help you stay ahead of the game and cope with a very busy world that is getting even busier as time goes on. Aha! Uh -huh. This is what I want to share with you. And there's even more. Because Take Another Five, Season 2, is going to include some fantastic and fabulous offers that we are certain you will not be able to refuse. It's all about giving you the opportunity to take advantage of bonuses, subscriptions, plus a heck of a lot more. So stay tuned, listeners, and you won't be disappointed. We thank you and wish you a terrific day. Hey again, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment three of our podcast, Take Another Five. It's time now for the five minutes mystery. Time for you to just get off your feet and relax for a few minutes. Allow your imagination to roam and wander and get involved in solving a mystery. Mm -hmm. The mystery for this week is called Horror in the Foothills. And this mystery is available at www.donnajodhan.com and you can go to our online store and purchase this mystery. It's extremely affordable. It's also very portable. You can download it and play it on your iDevice, on your MP3 player, on your computer, on almost anything. So give it a whirl. Okay, but let's get down to business. Let's give you a description to start with. Tom and Marsha Reed had built their dream home in the beautiful foothills of the countryside. They had just gotten married and had decided to spend their honeymoon at their new home. They were young, popular, and the darlings of their social circle. However, Rumors had started to grow just before their lavish wedding ceremony. Who could have done this horrible deed and why? Let's go to the scene of the crime. It is a peaceful spring morning. The air is fresh and the sun is a glorious one. Lovely sunshine, lovely air. Birds are swinging, singing in the swaying trees. And there is a huge outdoor patio that overlooks a beautiful garden. And there are gigantic flower beds in full, and the flowers are in full bloom. 
These beds are packed with flowers of all sizes and colours. A gurgling fountain stands in one corner of the patio. A wet bar stands just off to the side of the patio. And there is a huge pond of sparkling water in the middle of the garden, where goldfish are swimming and playing with each other. The lush green grass is still damp from the overnight dew. This crime scene is a horrible one. Tom and Marcia Reed lie dead on the patio of their home. They have both been stabbed and there is blood everywhere. On the walls and floor of the patio and all over the all over the overturned tables and chairs. There are congealing pools of blood in places. Broken glass and dishes are scattered about and the heads of both bodies have been partially severed. Bloody footprints are visible and they lead from the patio onto the grass and end at the huge pond. Cigarette butts have also been found on the grass leading to the pond. Bloody clothes and shoes lie close by. I warned you, this was a horrible crime scene. Okay, what could the motives have been for this horrific murder? Could it have been a crime of passion? Maybe a settling of accounts of some sort? A random murder, you'd think? Hmm. A targeted killing, maybe? Who could the suspects be? Troy Reed had wanted his brother dead in order to prevent him from inheriting their father's multi-million dollar estate. Jamie Lorca had been in love with Marcia Reed and had wanted Marcia to leave her husband for him. Randall King was poor and homeless and had happened upon the Reed's home and had decided to rob and kill them both. Let's go to the cause of death. Tom Reed had died of his stab wounds, but did not die right away. He had died a slow, painful death, about two hours after having been stabbed. Marcia Reed had first been drugged, and then she too had been stabbed. Then she had also died of her stab wounds. She had died before her husband. Marcia had been three months pregnant. Tom and Marcia Reed had been married in a very lavish ceremony. Tom was the son of a multi-millionaire and Marcia was the daughter of a well-to-do financier. 
the young couple had been the toast of their social circle. They were both well-liked and extremely popular. They came from rich backgrounds, but Tom was from a much richer family than Marcia. About two years ago, Tom's dad had drawn up a will which stated Tom Sr. would give the bulk of his multi-million dollar estate to the son who was to marry first and bear him an heir or heiress. Tom Sr. was a very sick man and had been told that he only had a very short time to live and had wanted to ensure that the family name would live on. Both sons had been painfully aware of this stipulation, and Tom Jr. was the first to be married. His young wife, Marcia, was pregnant at the time of her death, but she had not told Tom. Marcia had married Tom just to please her parents because they had wanted her to marry into a very wealthy family. But deep down, she had not really loved him. She had hoped that with time this would change. Tom Jr. had married Marcia so as to gain the promised inheritance from his father. But he too had not really loved Marcia, and he too had also hoped that in time he would come to love her. Neither Tom nor Marcia had ever revealed that their true feelings to each other, but each had had their own suspicions about each other and they had decided to keep these feelings to themselves. About six months ago, Marcia had started an affair with Chom's chief of staff, Jamie Lorca, and Marcia had tried to break it off just before her wedding, but the chief of staff would have none of it. Jamie Lorca had threatened to go to Tom and tell him about their affair, and he had accidentally found out about Marcia's pregnancy, and was also threatening to tell Tom about this, and he was going to tell Tom that the child was his. Marcia had capitulated. Tom had decided to take Jamie along to manage their home while they were on their honeymoon, and he had also brought along his admin assistant, Carly Bernstein. There were two other staff members in attendance as well, a cook and a gardener. The couple had decided to spend their honeymoon at their new home, and had held private evening parties while on their honeymoon. These were for close family and friends. Troy Reed, Tom's younger brother, made no secret of his feelings 
He truly resented that Tom had managed to win the inheritance. And this had caused a very deep rift between the two brothers. Although they had done their best to try and patch things up for the sake of their father. Troy had secretly vowed to put an end to Tom's marriage. Shortly after moving in, they had noticed a homeless man lurking outside their gate, but they had not paid much attention to him. Randall Kane had discovered the couple in their new home shortly after their arrival and had decided that he would case the home for a few days before moving in to rob and kill them. He had hatched a plan and was ready. Several revealing emails were also found on Tom's and Marsha's hard drive. Two one-way tickets to Brazil were also found in Tom's study. Sleeping pills were also found in Marsha's bathroom. My goodness, there are a lot of facts for you this week to mull over. Take these facts into consideration. We've given you plenty to chew on and think about. That's okay. It'll help you to relax, help your imagination to kick into high gear. But we'll have some more information for you at the end of this podcast, so stay tuned. Good enough. We are on to our next segment, and we'll catch you on the other side. In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur Hey again, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment four of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. And it's time for us to get into the end zone with the entrepreneur. For this week, I'd like to introduce an idea to you, and I will tell you right up front, this idea is not for everyone. But it doesn't hurt to listen in, and maybe it will spark another type of idea for you. Well, let's get right down to this. It's all about setting up a corner grocery. And as I said, it's not for everyone. You would need help to assist in managing this venture because if you don't have the expertise, you will definitely need help. You've got to be prepared to work long hours. Make sure that you have the appropriate financial resources. If you don't have the appropriate financial resources, don't even think of going into it because with the corner grocery, you've got to make sure that you have good startup expertise and financial resources. Because when you open your doors, people are going to expect you to have things to offer. And if your shelves are not fully stocked or well stocked with products that people are looking for, you will soon lose your customers. You've got to make sure that you can maintain a constant supply of goods. 
Because if you don't, or if you're not able to do that, and you know, sometimes someone will come in and there not there are not enough things on the shelves, they would soon tell each other. Let me tell you, by word of mouth from one customer to the other, is one of the w- quickest ways to lose business. So if a customer comes into your grocery store and they see that the shelves are half empty on this particular day because you have not managed to maintain a constant supply of goods, this is one way to start losing your customers. The location is also very important. You've got to locate your corner grocery store in a location that is easy to see, easy to find, easy to have access to. And make sure that the access is easy so that one can you know, gain access to it. I would think that one of the ideal locations for a corner grocery store would be in a small plaza um, where people are always coming in and out to see other um, types of services. So a, a corner grocery store would be ideal for a small strip mall or plaza. Now you also got to define your customer base. Make sure that you know who your customers are. Because if you don't know who your customers are and you offer goods to all kinds of customers, trust me when I tell you it's not going to work. So you could offer goods to customers that are in your area. You've got to do your, your marketing surveys and you've got to do your research. Make sure you understand the demographics of your customers, the age group of your customers, the income level of your customers, and what they're looking for. All right, so that is what we would suggest if you're interested in a corner grocery store business. I hope you like the tip for this week, and you can share this with others and see what you come up with. Right then, it's time to move on to the final segment of our podcast. Take another five, and we'll catch you on the other side. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Jodham, and guess what? We're up to segment five of our podcast, Take Another Five. I can't believe we're here already, but yeah, we are. And for this segment, we've got two parts for you. It's all a, The first part is all about scam alerts and the second part is building awareness on bullying so let's get to the first part and it is be aware of those fitness clinics they offer guarantees of weight loss they may even tell you that you can lose so much weight in a specific period of time They offer terrific deals. You need to do your research and check them out. Check with the Better Business Bureau in your area. Do not listen to these words. Do not, do not, do not. 
Because in the normal scheme of things, no one can guarantee that you're going to lose so much weight in a specific period of time. Our bodies are different. We each have different types of metabolisms from each other. So how could someone guarantee you that you will lose this amount of weight in that num amount of time? Ain't going to work. Will not work. Do not fall for this type of scam. All right, let's go to part two. And we are going to be continuing our campaign to build awareness about bullying. Can we learn from birds? Sure we can. How many of us have really taken the time to observe how our birds interact with us and with their fellow bird kind? That is, have you ever taken the time to watch birds interact with each other? Sure as heck, they do have their little squabbles from time to time. Sure they do. They may fight each other for first place at the feeding trough. Or they may fight during mating season. But on the whole... They are generally peace-loving and get along reasonably well among themselves. They sit together in the trees and sing their little hearts out. They play together and they help each other to find where the food is. Come to think of it, squirrels also do the same. And I'm sure that there are others in the world of nature that are alike in their behavior. So what am I getting at today? Just this. Why can't we try to emulate the behavior of the animal kingdom, our birds and others in that lovely world? My belief is that if we do, then we will learn a lot. And it can go a very long way in helping us to find ways to deal with bullying. Let's give this strategy the good old college try. We need to start pulling up our socks and coming up with ways to help our children. No more excuses and no more putting it off. Right then, we are now going to do a wrap-up for this week and we will give you some more information to help you solve the mystery of this week, Horror in the Foothills. But you got to go to our wrap-up and we'll catch you on the other side. there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and I'm stopping by with some terrific and fantastic news that we would like to share with you. Yes, indeed, it's all about our podcast, Take Another Five, and Season Two. Uh-huh, Season Two, 
<clears throat> is going to be launched in early March, and we're calling this our springtime launch. And it is thanks to your feedback, your suggestions, and your comments that this is all happening. Our weekly features are going to include helping you to save time, pop problems, and cut corners. It's all about presenting you with time savers, problem poppers, and corner cutters. Yes, indeed, you will be able to use our weekly features to help you stay ahead of the game and cope with a very busy world that is getting even busier as time goes on. Aha! Uh -huh. This is what I want to share with you. And there's even more. Because... Take Another Five, Season 2, is going to include some fantastic and fabulous offers that we are certain you will not be able to refuse. It's all about giving you the opportunity to take advantage of bonuses, subscriptions, plus a heck of a lot more. So stay tuned, listeners, and you won't be disappointed. We thank you and wish you a terrific day. Well, it's Don and Jill Jodhan, and we are at the end of our podcast, and it's time for us to wrap up and let you go for yet another week. Another week is in the books, and we hope that you have enjoyed listening to us as much as we have enjoyed being with you. So let's go to the wrap-up of the mystery for this week. Um, horror, horror in the foothills. And we'll add this to your table of things to think about. All three suspects could easily have done it. It was possible for one killer to have done it. But it was also possible for two killers to have done it. Jamie was most likely to have known about the sleeping pills. Emails found on both hard drives helped to unravel this mystery. The two one-way tickets also helped to complete the picture. All three suspects smoked. So there you have it. That's the uh, additional facts that we have for you for this week. We hope that you have enjoyed Take Another Five. And we want to wish you a great rest of the day and a great rest of the week. Just go out there and enjoy life. Enjoy the world. Enjoy your surroundings. And enjoy everything within your reach. Keep a song in your heart. May the winds be at your back. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. If you'd like to follow us, you can do so on Twitter at Accessible World or at Author underscore Jodhan. Or you can like us on Facebook at Donna Jodhan or Author Donna Jodhan. Right then, we will see you next week and we'll catch you then. 
Take care and bye for now. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day.